Uncluttered and Unfiltered is brought to you in part by our latest obsession, Pain Cakes. Pain Cakes are the revolutionary cold pack that stick to you so you can stick to your routine. Whether you're pounding the pavement as a runner like me or you're tackling the clutter as a professional organizer like Christine, Pain Cakes has got you covered. Pain Cakes comes in three sizes and can be used again and again. We both keep them in our freezers. And when we feel an ache or a pain, you just stick them on your body. You can do it a hundred times. It's all the benefits of using a cold pack, but no downtime. Find pancakes at pain-cakes.com or at thousands of retailers nationwide. Welcome to Uncluttered and Unfiltered, the podcast urging you to let it go and don't look back with nationally acclaimed professional organizer, Christine Stone, and self-proclaimed hot damn mess radio and TV personality, Eden Kindle. Welcome, everybody, to Uncluttered and Unfiltered with Eden and Christine, and we are going in uncharted territory today. In fact, this was something, Christine, this topic, gray divorce, you've already read the title, so we don't have to spring it on anybody. Gray divorce is a topic you brought up a while ago, and we played with it because neither of us are divorced or have ever been divorced, but we know that so many of you are. I don't want to friends. say right. Our friends are, our family members are, my sister, and and we don't want to use the word fortunately or unfortunately. We're not here to sit in judgment. We're certainly not going to be your expert to turn to for anything legal, emotional. The the only takeaway you should get from this is that you're not alone. Absolutely, that is the only takeaway you should get from this when you're listening. And you might get some organizational tips here and there too, because <laughs> with the splitting up of a marriage, especially later in years, there is a lot of splitting up of stuff. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that. But um, but the first thing I think we could do is go over some of the stats to talk about why it took an actual phrase to lump all of these people together. I mean, it must be that there are a lot of people divorcing in these later years of life for them to... Them to have come up with a phrase, gray divorce. Oh, and there's quite a few articles on this subject. Um, I think after years of being married, there's so many different reasons. Who knows? Everybody's situation is so different. And we should say we're not talking about a domestic violence situation. We're not talking about emotional abuse. We are not talking about Someone who's an addict. addict. I mean, that's different. No, it's not. So let's take those things off the table and talk. Let's get back to what you were were referencing, the articles. Well, this is from USA Today. And women are the initiators in the gray divorce, which, you know, I think surprises some people. Um, They said the divorce rate has doubled since 1990 for Americans over 55. For couples over 65, the rate has tripled. Stop it. Yes. And in financial terms, few gray divorcees can be better off. And we'll get into why, you know, through this episode. But not everything's doom and gloom in this whole topic. So, yeah, a lot of you ladies chimed in on our ladies only page, which is accessible to everybody. If you're finding us for the very first time, we have a Facebook exclusive group called Uncluttered and Unfiltered Ladies Only. You need only ask and we make sure that you are who you say you are and we let you in. But we did ask. We said, have you gotten a divorce? Do you have regrets? Is there anything you want to share? And we had so many of you 
saying on both sides of the coin right. that you regret it or that you didn't regret it. You regret that you didn't do it sooner. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's take a listen to, first of all, I don't want to say names because no. even though you said your name on the voicemail, we don't want to assume. So right. let's listen to our first caller. I don't even know how to explain the fucked up nature of what happened to me last year. 57 years old, married for 12 years, together for 17. I am the extrovert of all extroverts. He's the introvert of all introverts. And I thought we were the yin and the yang. And then out of nowhere, he told me he wanted a divorce. We hadn't fought. We hadn't talked about our marriage being bad. He just was done with me. And that was that. But then I found out that he's been cheating on me for God knows how long. So started all over again. Literally sold everything that we owned down to the last spoon. Two properties, our Airbnb, and I'm starting all over again in a little apartment that's wonderful. Closer to my my dearest friends. Period. But the whole thing still seems just surreal. That one day you think you're happily married and the next day you're alone. And then you never hear from this person again who you were with for almost two decades. It's fucking bonkers, man. Wow. So that is really fresh. Wow. That is very. a very fresh situation. It, it it came out of the blue for her. Right. And it was not her Expected. initiating it, which is like the higher percentage of women are the ones initiating it. But for her, it was different cheating involved. And um, But what I did like hearing is that she moved closer to where her friends are which I think has to be some solid advice that either someone gave her or that she just knew innately was a good idea. Well, I think you need support from friends and family when you're going through any major life change. And divorce, especially in your 50s and 60s, is a major life change. If you've been married most of your life, that's really who you've identified yourself as. So mm-hmm. I I do think it's even not more difficult, but most of the time you've lived a majority of your life with this person versus being single. So let me ask you this, because you've been doing so much research. I have to tell you, Christine is really the one who drives (laughs) the research on this. I'm the one who pops up the green screens and sets the microphones and all of that kind of stuff. But Christine's doing the hard work of doing a lot of research on this. And um, one thing our, our lady said to us in that call that you heard was that she, they sold their Airbnb, they sold their property and that is something that was recommended in some of these articles. Well, I, I really loved this article as well, and it's from Market Watch. Jessica Hall wrote the article, and it said, women often want to maintain the family home for sentimental reasons. And here we come into the sentimental. Um, however, the family home needs to be looked at as an asset that is value. Keep the emotional part of the heart and set it aside for financial decisions. People spend a lot of legal fees fighting over something just because they don't want the other person to have it or because it's sentimental. Get the emotions out of it and get down to the business of getting divorced. And I really, really like that because as a professional organizer, I see a lot of emotions involved with you know, separating items, getting rid of things, because of sentimental reasons or because of anger, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think 
that just said it so perfectly. You know, sometimes when you're going through a major life change, you need to get the emotions out of it and really be a smart businesswoman. I read a book that, and it was a fictional book, but as I'm hearing these statistics, I'm starting to see that it was, and the forward on the book even said it was based on on an article, but it was... Um, it was about a situation like this where actually the husband passed away and it was a second second marriage for him. And so she got to keep the house, but then, oh no, I'm sorry. She lost the house to the kids, but would receive the maintenance bills on the house, Ugh. even yeah. though she was kicked out of the house. Yeah. So what this article you read was referencing was sell it all, get rid of it all, split up the money and be done. Well, in the end, materialistic items um, can be more harmful than better when you're trying to start your life life over. I like what you said, though, that some people want to keep things just so the other person doesn't have them. When When you're keeping things for that reason, you and I have talked about keeping things for so many reasons, but that's not one we've covered. Yes, I agree. And I just think emotionally it's destructive. I, I, especially in a gray divorce, you're talking women over 50, sell everything and go and move on with your life and get the house you always wanted or the life you always wanted. If that's what this is about fighting over a fork that was his sister's mother's, you know, ask your children, do you want any of this? Offer it to the other person as a sign of a maybe a peaceful way of trying to work things out, but keeping items either because you're angry or just for sentimental reasons that really don't mean anything to you other than those reasons. It's just, I I don't know. I think my mind has been changed so much as I've aged about the importance of certain things that um, when I was 50, even I might not have felt a certain way. But now that I'm 61, I just think you really have to get your priorities in order because how much longer are you on this earth? And to be fighting and stressing yourself out over every little thing in a later in life divorce, it's just not good. Well, that that brings to mind two things. First of all, when you said, how much longer are you on this earth? You know, we're on this earth longer than we ever were before, right? which is one of the reasons some experts feel people are divorcing more than they ever did at a later age because they are recognizing like, okay, it's not like if I'm 60, I'm almost done right. and I can stick it out. I may have 40 years to go right. and I don't want to spend it with you. And that's meant to be snippity right. snappity. I don't I don't feel that way about this situation at all. But I do understand now that people are starting to think of it as a halfway point in their life. Well, I'm going to bring up menopause real quick. I also think in perimenopause, which not many people talk about, mm-hmm. is when your emotions really start to shift. You start, you know, maybe being angrier or sadder. You're just emotions are all over the place. And then when you get into actual menopause, and I'm just speaking generally for myself and friends that I talk about it with, it shifts again. It's almost like been there, done that with the crying and the sadness and the mad and angry. It shifts again to where I just want to be happy in my own life. And so I that's why I always say everybody's situation is so different because some people are happier 
making their life the life they really, really wanted. Now, one thing I would like to talk about is the adult children. Let's do. So I think people think, oh, my kids are up and out of the house. They're not going to care, blah, blah, blah. And I totally disagree with that. I think that the kids in their mind had a scenario and a story of what they thought life would be like. They'd get married. They'd have kids. You'd be grandparents together. You'd babysit all the time. And I think part of reality is they're upset. They may not show it. Mm -hmm. They may not act like it because they're trying to be supportive for you. Uh-huh. But in their mind, they had a story and the story is shattered. And I think sometimes people are so involved in their own sadness, their own anger, that they don't really think that adult children are upset about. It. Now, listen, they can't dictate your life. You can't say, oh, I'm not going to ever get divorced because my adult children have this fantasy, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. But I definitely think it's a moment to have serious open communication and try to stay friendly. I think really, I mean, I'm a grandma and I'm a new grandma. And so I can tell you from experience, it only hurts your children mm-hmm. when you have to be grandparents and everyone's mad and angry and having to split time and not be cordial and kind to each other. It only hurts the kids. So what I'm hearing you say, though, is so let's say your kids are grown and you think, you know what, I don't have to deal with this clown anymore. I'm not even going to try to be nice. Well, then they go off and they get married, and now you and your new person and they and their new have to go to a wedding together. Now you have to grandparent kids together. So you're really never all the way done with them if there are any kids in the – so you're really not. The other thing I read, too, and again, this is all hearsay and read say. It's not from experience. So all we're doing here – I want to repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. All we're doing here is trying to tell you – you are not alone. There are so many other women going through these things. But that the kids sometimes say, well, you waited so long. Now I feel like these memories, these photos are fiction. Like you were you were waiting until we were grown. So in certain cases, I have to believe that sooner is better than later as far as waiting for too long. That's why some people say, I regret that I didn't do it sooner. Well, and that's why I'm saying yeah. in kids' minds, they they have a fantasy uh-huh. of how life goes and when the fantasy is shattered. And when you've been married 35 years or 40 years or 25 years or 20 years, that is shattering because that's a long-term marriage. And you're right. They're like, well, why didn't you do it sooner? Or I knew you two were fighting all the time and you didn't do it. Why didn't you do it then? You know, you waited till I'm having babies and getting married and you aren't ever done with this person. They'll always be in your life because you share children. So obviously we've said it again and again, we're not speaking from an organizer. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're not speaking from a uh, experience place, but we are speaking on one subject from experience, and that is as somebody who has organized post-divorce. So let's take a listen to this next call that we received because she is very specifically asking. First of all, she has she has a, a story where she doesn't have regrets, but she also has questions about some of these sentimental items. Uncluttered and Unfiltered is brought to you in part by Hearts for Minds. Hearts for Minds is encouraging you to use your sidewalk to motivate others for Mental Health Awareness Month. Help break down the stigma of mental illness, spark conversation, and maybe just make somebody's day a little sweeter. It's easy. 
Grab some chalk and write inspirational messages and pictures on your sidewalk. Snap a photo and share it online by tagging hearts for minds on Instagram and use the hashtag chalk it up for life. That's chalk it up the number four and life. Let's chalk it up for mental health. Visit hearts for minds. That's hearts, the number four and minds.org to learn more. Hi, Eden and Christine. I'm from Ohio. I'm 51 years old. I got divorced six years ago when I was 45. And I really love where I am in my life now. Um, I have my own house. I manage my own money, which was a problem during our marriage. Uh, my kids are grown and they would tell you that um, even though it was difficult, they were 15 at the time, um, it was for the best. And I think everyone's in a really good place. But the thing that I sort of struggle with is at the time I got divorced, you know, we were together 23 years. So at that point, it was half my life. And I kind of feel like there's this before and after aspect to my life. And I want to remember the good times, but I also sometimes thinking about all those times with him is difficult. So I look at pictures and he's in them and, you know, I just don't even want to think about it. I still have my wedding album. You know, it's, do I keep it? What do I do with that stuff? It's, it's just, I'd like to hear what other women think about this. How do they handle thinking about that time that they were with their ex? Um, Thanks a lot for doing this show. So what, what are your thoughts on like photos and photo albums? And- well, first of all, I have to say, I appreciate the honesty the ladies are sharing. Yeah. I mean, that was, mm, wow. That's all I'm going to say on that. Um, but like I said before, you know, take the items that really mean something to you and make lists and offer them to the kids if the kids don't want them. But fighting over, like, your wedding album. Let's talk about the wedding album. Why do you need the wedding album? Yeah. I mean, we had, <laughs> you and I Okay, had this so thing. yes, off the uh, off mic, we had this conversation where I said, yeah, I think I would keep the wedding album. But then you said, <laughs> not me, I'd burn it. Well, I guess I'm, I'm considering it not being a, a hostile situation. I'm not, I don't know. Maybe I would be like... Drop well, kicking I, that thing into a pool or something. I don't know. Well, I told you I'm a Leo. So <laughs> that really, I mean, I feel like when you're going to move on with your life, yes. move on with your life. What are you going to sit home and look at your wedding album, your divorce, or your wedding dress? I mm-hmm. mean, you can offer those items to your children. Sure. They may want them. But if they don't, let's be real. I mean, especially a wedding dress. It takes yes. up a lot of room in a closet. So taking items, photos, offering them to your children if they have your soon-to-be ex-husband or ex-husband in them and you don't want them. If they don't want them, then let them go. Just It's a really good time to do a self-cleansing as well as a home cleansing, especially because a majority of women are leaving their marital home. The couples are selling the house. Everything's got to go anyway. And generally, when you're in your 60s, you're downsizing. You're not buying a five-bedroom, you know, over 6,000 square feet home. So you really need to think about storage and what is of value to you at this stage in your life that you Mm -hmm. want to store. I think that right there is such 
a valid thing to think about because I think that the fighting over, I bet, I'll bet, and this is just speculation, but I will bet that there are some nasty arguments that have happened over items that are worth nothing as far as retail value. And then the other things are easy to settle. Who gets a car? Who gets the house? But then you get into these knickknacks and these little things, and then it becomes brutal because it is more about the emotion that's that you've invested into the item than it is the actual item itself. Well, I think in your 60s versus like, say you got divorced in your 20s or your 30s or even your early 40s, a lot of emotion does come into it. And I'm not saying emotion doesn't in your 60s, but your mindset is different. You, The way you think is different. You're not thinking like a 20 or 30-year-old. You're thinking, I, I mean, downsizing, where am I going to move? What kind of yeah. storage am I going to have? Is it worth fighting over, you know, the silver? You know, a lot of times it's just better to sell things and take the money and put it in account and use it. You know, use the money for your new life, your new future. So selling items, if you agree, and usually there's always, always lawyers involved in everything. We did hear from one of our ladies who said her only regret was not getting a really good attorney. Yeah. Just thinking, just assuming that he would do right by his child fiscally is what she said. Well, I just as, assumed that that would be the case. Well, as a Leo, that's another thing. I never assume anything. I mean, I I think when people are in heated moments, they say things they don't mean, they do things they don't mean, and people do things out of spite. So I personally would find out good legal advice and find out about the smaller items like the china, the crystal, jewelry, art, all those big ticket items, and really do your research with a lawyer and find out, am I allowed to separate everything and the stuff I take? I'll just go sell it. And there's so many places to sell items now. Let's go through some of those because some of them um, I know people haven't heard of, like for your China replacements. Smiths.com is really good for China. Um, Silver, you could sell when silver is on the up, just like gold, you can sell that for cash. But Mm -hmm. there are so many places that will buy silver and Mm -hmm. gold, so many places online that will buy your jewelry, handbags, the real, real, all those. There are so many options that are available now that weren't available even five years ago. Mm -hmm. So do your homework, research, and start selling items that really hold no value and can help you start the new future you want. Well, we can't stress enough how much this community would not exist without you. So if you were one of the ladies that shared, thank you. If you were one of the ladies that just observed, that's fine too. Uh, If you're one of the ladies that did our voicemail, we have the uh, option on our Facebook group for you to leave us an actual voicemail, as you heard. We love it. But, but but you're the reason we're here. This has really become just a, a place for you to find out that you're not alone. So we're not all in the same situation, but hopefully you can find your like sub-community within a community. Exactly. And that's what this is all about. Everything for ladies over 50, we're all going through something. And it's just nice to have a community. Yeah, so please do join us on our Ladies Only, Uncluttered and Unfiltered Ladies Only page. 
We also are on all the social medias. We have little clips here and there. Tell one friend, if you would. You might even have a friend going through something like this right now and and want to share with them that there are so many other women out there that, that they could be hearing from and talking to. And I'm sure there are resource groups out there to find yourself one and make sure that you're getting all the support that you. you need. You're not alone. You are loved. Yes. We love you and we appreciate you. And remember, with all things in life, you can let it go, move forward, and please don't look back. Hi, it's Eden. Christine and I absolutely love bringing you Uncluttered and Unfiltered the podcast for women over 50. For the first time, we're asking you for your help. A one-time or monthly donation from you will help us with production costs and help us grow this awesome community. Find a link to make a donation in our most recent show notes in our Uncluttered and Unfiltered Ladies Only Facebook group pinned to the top or on our Uncluttered and Unfiltered Facebook page. And in advance, thank you.